0: Oh, guess what I saw today? What's that first snake of the year.
1: ooh, Ugh. it' was gigantic was it a copperhead?
0: No, it was black it was and I left him. I let him be oh, yeah, those guys are
1: good to have around,
0: yeah, because they eat the copperheads, apparently
1: yeah they uh they do a, a bad snake control,
0: yeah, he looked at me like he didn't he didn't he wasn't too impressed by me. <laughs> <laughs> like he was gonna take me down or something.
1: I didn't want to uh, mention this beforehand because I wanted to see y'all's reactions, but you know, we had the Friends of the Rant, the first iteration of the Friends of the Rant podcast in late 2019, only did about three episodes, but this current run that we've had, which is 40-some episodes probably, uh, is uh, debuted on April the 9th, 2020 so oh this podcast has a birthday we had we have about 20 episodes oh we've got to have more than that we've been we've, we've oh, missed yeah. a few weeks but we've we've done almost every week nice so we've had a, a lot of a lot of good guests and a lot of um a lot of information and i'm sure covid and zoom have had something to do with the uh our, our ability to consistently create this podcast but um and it if, probably
0: contributed to some of the podcast you know? right we did a lot of podcasts on the on the the COVID.
1: yeah just just some more middle-aged white guys with a podcast just like all of them right all the middle-aged white guys <laughs> yeah pretty
0: much yeah there's a lot of podcasts out there
1: you seem you seem <laughs> out of sorts today billy are you um are you do you have uh, new house anxiety
2: I have extreme new house anxiety. We are, um, we are, I can see the finish line. There's this little thing called the the lender appraisal. <laughs> We're just waiting for that. So mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah, that's
0: a bad one.
2: yeah. Uh, according to statistics, only 8% of all appraised houses come in less than the selling price. So there's a, there's a really good chance that I have nothing to worry about, but you still worry because, you know,
3: you oh, just you don't. A
2: deep dive on that. I did. Yeah. Yeah. But no, we're, we're, we're close. It, yeah. we're close. We're close. We're so close. We're already starting to get messages from people that live in that neighborhood, welcoming, welcoming us to the neighborhood, even though we have to kind of pump the brakes and say, yeah, it's, uh you know, this is a process. Don't, don't, and Billy don't bring us up pie just yet. Yeah. I'm going to live within walking distance of Gordon.
0: Oh, wow. I'm sorry. I met Gordon. So now, do you Maybe about
2: walking,
1: time? maybe more like scooter distance. You could walk. Speaking of scooters, I saw a guy on a scooter today and he was wearing a helmet that had a sons of anarchy sticker on it. <laughs> <Jeez>.
2: <laughs> I'm jumping back in this. Is it, is it me <laughs> or, um, is I don't know, this is such a, this is such, a I have nothing else to talk about topic, but is the pollen worse this year?
0: <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: I hate this time of year every year because of that, but usually, um, usually we get a, just a little bit of rain here and there to kind of wash it away or yeah. get it out of the air. And uh, it's rained all year, except for the past two weeks. And now, it's just, it's a mess out there, and everything's yellow, and I, I'm, I always forget about that this time of year, and then it hits, and I, I always wonder how long it lasts, and it just seems like it lasts forever.
1: This is not white in my beard, it's, it's actually yellow, it's pollen. Yeah. It
0: seems, yeah, it seems, so I have a theory. So, remember it rained, like, all of February.
3: hmm
0: I bet that made everything grow quickly. Or something, and then like it hasn't run rain for like a month now, and it's just so dry now, and we need the rain to wash away the pollen.
1: Climate change, man. <laughs>
2: Democrats. Uh, <laughs> Democrats. Yeah. Hey, I'm excited to announce that our next edition of the Ramp Monthly will um, will feature. Uh, Sanford's ever-growing or maybe Lee County's ever-growing wedding destination industry and I'm excited that the story is coming along very nicely. I've already spoken to a couple that is getting married this year. I've spoken to a couple that got married within the last six months here in Sanford. I'm speaking to uh, people in the wedding industry. I'm speaking to the owners of these destinations. Uh, the Chamber of Commerce is getting involved. It's, uh, it's a big deal. And I think Sanford has touted itself as a as a kind of junior golf destination, you know, just because of its location and proximity to Pinehurst. And because we and have great... No, like, well, I know. I know. But I meant, if Pinehurst <laughs> is the senior, then Sanford is the junior. But we've got really great courses here. And our tourism has always been, uh, you know, golf's always kind of been the center of our tourism pitches here. And uh, we've added things since then, you know, downtown's gotten better. There's uh, the theater here and there's murals and things that people can come by on day visits for. But I think um, weddings adds a whole new element to the economy here because not only do people pay a lot of money for weddings, but they also bring a lot of people in for weddings and usually people are here for more than a day. You know, they'll stay the night somewhere and they'll have dinners here and they'll do all that kind of stuff. So, um, I think if Sanford really wants to, um, proclaim itself the wedding capital of North Carolina, I don't think that that title is taken. So uh, I think they should do that. And, um, why not? You know, you, you are what you say you are. So, um, that's that's our next edition of the Rant Jordan, Monthly. Jordan Coming out married. in May. Gordon got married in I did. I did get married, did get married in San Very
0: nice destination. Um, you boy, got
2: married in Moore County, right?
0: Yeah. Pine, mid-Pines. You got married on an island. I don't even think your marriage counts. You know, we've wondered that. <laughs> you sit,
2: you married. <laughs> we 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 have a uh, we have a certificate, so I guess it's official.
0: You're common law anyway.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely by now. (laughs) If we weren't, it would make the divorce a lot easier.
0: (laughs) You can't get divorced now. You have the house. (laughs) You can't divorce me. We're not even married. Damn it.
1: The City of Sanford, Downtown Sanford Incorporated, and Visit Sanford are pleased to announce One Picnic, One Depot, a community picnic planned for April 22nd. Spend Earth Day enjoying a lunch picnic in the park with family and friends or settle in with dinner while listening to Greg Gelb and his Heart of Carolina jazz band in Depot Park. Too busy to stop in? Grab a to-go box for the office or home. The event will be held in Depot Park with two meal service times, 1130 a.m. to 1 p.m. and 5 to 630 p.m. All funds from the picnic will support the Depot restoration. One Picnic, One Depot will be the second event for a capital campaign to raise funds to renovate the historic Depot building. The goal of the campaign is to turn the building into the home of the -the state-of-the-art visitor center and provide offices for Visit Sanford's Tourism Development Authority and Downtown Sanford Incorporated. A special thank you to Cafe 121, Kathy's Java Express, La Dolce Vita, Mrs. Winger's Restaurant, Mrs. Lacey's Tea Room, The Chocolate Cellar, Gigi's Creation, and Smoke and Barrel for donating their talents to the picnic meal. In addition, Sandley Roofing and Construction, LLC, Miller Bowles Funeral Home, Life 103.1, House of Lights, and John Beverly Printers sponsored this event. To purchase tickets to One Picnic, One Depot, please visit www.friendsofsanford.com slash events or email kpladati at downtownsanford.com. That's k-p-l-a-u-d-a-t-e at downtownsanford.com. Our guests today are Jeremy Palmy, who is going to be the head coach of the newly announced Sanford Spinners baseball team, and we also have uh, Lexi and Alec Allred, who uh, are with Old North State Baseball League. Um, We're just going to talk a little bit about the Sanford Spinners coming to town this year and what people can expect. So uh, welcome, guys, and thank you for joining us. Thank Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. Do you want to start out by talking about... um, Alec and Lexi, do you want to talk a little bit about the um, the Old North State League, what it is, and and how long you've been around, and what brought you to Sanford? Yeah, Alec. Yeah, so um, we started up in 2018, in the fall of 2018. Um, it was my first offseason of pro ball, and my, me and my dad and um, a couple buddies and Lexi, and we kind of all just got together, uh, and we wanted to create
4: a league that was more player-focused. Um we had a team that was in, um, another league for the last several years, uh, before then. Um, and we just kind of got feedback from guys that I had played with on the team throughout the years. And, and then, uh, some of the guys that were currently playing on the team and, uh, there was like, kind of concerns, I would guess about how it wasn't really player friendly. I mean, there was a lot of like midweek, you know, noon double headers and stuff, um, a lot of the facilities that we were playing at weren't that nice, just, you know, little things like that. Um, so we kind of all talked and we we're like, let's try to create a league that's more focused around the player's interest as opposed to, you know, maybe what's the best business, business wise. Um, mm-hmm. and so it started in, in, the first season was 2019. I'd say there's probably about 150 players, uh, very small, uh, most of the team share facilities. Um, then last year there was about 300, so it got really big last year. Um, and then this year there'll be closer to 400. Uh, there's been there's been there'll be 12 teams this year. There was eight last year. There's been several thousand people that have applied to play or filled out registration forms to play in the league from all over the country. Some guys from other parts of the world too. Um, you know, I just think if we credit the growth to it's a fun league to play in. And most of the, a lot of the guys that we have in the league, some of them have played every single year that we've been around. And so we typically get our players back for the next summer and the next summer. And so it's allowed us to kind of build upon that.
1: How, um, how was it that you guys came to to find Sanford and and decide to bring a team here?
4: Well, what we try to do is we try to um, establish teams that are kind of like in, in hotbed areas with a lot of baseball talent. Um, so We want to get local teams. Local teams limit the amount of host families that we need, and it also brings out the fans. A lot of a lot of summer leagues, they try to go get the biggest name player, you know, the guy from Kentucky or, or UCLA or whatever, to try to bring fans. Um, and we kind of thought it would be better to get the local guys, um, and we've seen that to be successful. Um, and so, obviously, Sanford's always had a, a, a good baseball population over the course of forever really um we're not from we're probably 30 minutes from Sanford. um so I used to play down there a lot growing up and uh, we had a team we have a team in Fayetteville um and we have a team in um Randolph County uh so kind of Samford was kind of the halfway point uh those two teams typically filled up pretty quickly um because so, there's just tons of baseball talent between those two areas. and we thought, well, Sanford would be the best spot to add a third team um, to be able to draw in a lot of those local guys from the the eastern part or the southern part of Wake County. And then obviously the guys that are in Lee County and, um, you know, some more county guys, places like that. And um, then we talked to the town. I mean, the town, uh, you know, the town, I guess I'm trying to think, it's been – I guess they contacted me, or I contacted them last year, um, and we kind of went back and forth a little bit on was it the right fit or not. You know, Southern Lee's got a really nice baseball field, um, but most of our other teams around – basically all of our other teams um, around the state are all kind of in stadium facilities. So that was a little bit of a holdback at first just because – it's kind of hard to judge how many fans are going to be at games just because we've only been around for two years. Um uh, one of those years was COVID, so we only had 25 fans every game. However, I do know that some of the places that we're in now we're replacing uh, previous summer league teams, and they had a lot of fans. So, you know, the attendance thing is always you know, seating capacity, things like that. Those are always things that we're kind of concerned about. But we figured it out, and, and we just think that the area – you know, there's just so many positives to Sanford uh, to put a team down there. And we just decided, like well, you know, let's go ahead and do it. Let's do it now. Uh, go ahead and get established. I mean, just to hit – you know, what, what we try to do is there are tons and tons of forgotten baseball communities around the state. Um, and that's kind of how we started was thinking about, like, the old mill, mill teams from the 50s and stuff. And um, like the spinners, the original spinners. Um, same thing with the Reeseville Luckies um so that's kind of that's kind of our thing we're going to get into the smaller communities that have tons of local baseball talent um and and maybe you have a minor league team or a summer league team that had been there for a
1: really long time um jeremy you're wearing a lee county yellow jackets hat um are
3: you involved
1: with the baseball program there
3: i am i am i'm currently coaching the jv uh over at lee county this year
1: okay very cool um how how did you end up involved in this and um What do you expect the season to look like? I mean, I'm sure you don't know your full roster yet, but just in terms of how the games are going to go, what fans can expect, that sort of thing.
3: Right, right. Um, As far as this year goes, um, well, first off, how I got involved, uh, it was kind of through the grapevine. Um, I'm currently coaching a team in a league that's out by Alec that he's actually got some involvement in that league. And we kind of connected through a couple of mutual people that we knew. Um, And it seemed like the right fit for both of us. So definitely excited moving forward. Um, As far as this year goes, the lead or the roster at least is not fully made yet. But we've got quite a few guys that we definitely know are going to be. And I'm in full contact with all of them. Mm -hmm. From what I see so far with the guys who have played in this league, and who are going to be playing in this league this year. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of baseball. Um, you know, going to get 40 games over 50, 60 days. Um, yeah, a lot of baseball, a lot of fun. I think the fans will enjoy it. Um, yeah, and the jerseys are not not bad to look at either.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in that merchandise.
3: Yeah, yeah absolutely. very
1: nice. Very nice. Yeah, we've we've
0: actually seen a lot of interest in the story that we posted. It seemed like it's, it was shared a lot and people are very excited about it. I guess what can a fan expect when they come to your to your games? Is it similar to a minor league field?
3: Is that how you approach well, it? Well, we're gonna be playing over at the high school, but yeah. I don't I don't feel like the field will be a high school feel, if that makes sense. Um but I think it'll be closer to college. Um or even maybe even comparative to spring training. Not sure if yeah. you've ever been down to Florida, but it's a it's a little bit of a looser feel. But yeah. Really talented guys on the ball field.
0: That's true. Which, My um uh, my son actually plays at Southern League, and I know that okay. field is huge. <laughs> it's like 390 <laughs> in the middle. And um Yeah. Yeah. I, so I guess that's kind of, you know right down the alley for you guys, for college kids.
4: Um. I, I definitely agree with Jeremy. I think it will be more of a of a spring train kind of type atmosphere. I mean, it will be a lot very, very laid back. I mean, some of our fields we sell alcohol yet, so they definitely get a little bit here. Um, you know, it's no secret. I feel like the fields that are going to sell alcohol are probably going to attract a little bit more fans. Um, but it's going to be very competitive. Um, there will definitely be guys that are on team. I mean, I'm not sure about Sanford, Bob, possibly Sanford, but other teams in the league too, that'll have guys that are going to get drafted in a couple years. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be cool. One thing that we do that's new this year is we're going to have um, a live stream directly linked to our website. So all of our games will be live stream, and they will be color commentated with score boxes and things oh, wow. like that. So, yeah. Wow. Um, and, you know, music, things like that in between innings and uh, on, the, on the live stream. So um, we've kind of hired different crews to cover different regions across the state. Um, and so it, it'll be cool. I mean, you'll be able to watch the games regardless if you're there or not. Yeah, and it, it
0: seems like it's, it'll be very popular from what I've seen so far. Uh, the, uh, the complex out there on, uh, I guess, was it 42, where they're going to build that? Yeah. Um, we actually wrote that um, we hope one of the fields there will be a, like a stadium type, kind of like the Holly Springs stadium or something like that. Yeah.
4: That, that would be very been, helpful. That's been the talk that, um, you know, without getting into too many details in our contract, that's kind of been the talk that once, uh, once that complex is built, we will hopefully be moving out there.
1: That'd be fun. yeah. Um, And that's, that kind of leads me to my question about tramway, um, the park there. John, you're more familiar with it than I am, but it, seating is fairly limited out there. Um, so, how is that going to work in terms of? I mean, what will a capacity crowd be for a game? How, how many people are going to have an opportunity to get in?
4: I mean, in a in a normal year, um, I would imagine, you know, a lot of the I feel like a lot of the crowd that's going to come out is going to be familiar with the high school baseball in the area. Uh, mm-hmm. And after talking to, you know, coaches all over Lee County, I've kind of got the consensus that there's about between 100 to 200 fans every night at high school games. Um, I could be wrong. That's just what they've said. Um, so, the uh, in a normal year, I would imagine most people are going to bring lawn chairs and stuff. Um, You know, like I said, it'll be a little bit of a work in progress, just because it's a little bit different than every other field that we've got. Um, I would say most of our fields probably fit around 500 to 1,000 with stadium seating. So it'll be a little different, um, but we'll we'll figure it out. I mean, I I wouldn't. You know, if the high school can host 200 pretty comfortably,
3: you know, I wouldn't think that 300 or 400 wouldn't be out of the reach at all. Right. Yeah, it would
0: be nice if they had more bleachers at that field. So hopefully that maybe – maybe as you guys get to draw in more fans, maybe they'll push them to do that. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, that's one thing they really need. Because Lee County High School, where Jeremy works, has a really nice bleacher area. It would be nice to have that at Southern, too.
4: And like you said, you know, as as we get more established in the area, um, you know, kind of – in some advertisement or sponsorship money then they'll kind of be able to expand
1: what we can do to help out the you know the high school program and the town also and, and ourselves with CD. um if there are players currently um you know looking to get involved in something like this you guys are still taking applications right yeah right yeah do you want to uh just let people know you know in case somebody who's listening to this is interested um how they can how they can get that information
4: They'll go on the uh, old, old North State Um, and in the top there is a tab that says player registration and you'll be able to click on which team you want to register for. Um, obviously there's a selection process and stuff. Um, but they'll be able to apply for the Sanford spinners team, Um, and then, uh, normally I'll send them to Jeremy or, or whatever. and We'll kind of go through them. Um, uh, Obviously, it's pretty new, but we've already had quite a few people fly. Um We're getting pretty full on position players. I think we could take a couple of outfielders. Um, Jeremy, that's probably about it. A couple outfielders and some pitchers, right?
3: Pitchers, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, so um, Alec, I know you guys, I'm. I, Guess a little more involved than Gordon and Billy on this in the baseball world just okay. because my kid plays, but I know you guys have the futures league, right? Yeah. That been doing, and that's been pretty cool this spring. Uh will you be you think you'll pull any kids from like local high schools to play with this team, or is that kind of out of their league? Well, the
4: only guys that can play on the on the spinners themselves are guys that are in college currently or that oh, okay. are high school seniors, uh, that are um so like they're rising college freshmen, you know, they graduated yeah. and they're gonna play the summer after. There'll be okay. a few of those. I think Sanford will probably be a pretty fun team. Um just kind of going based off of some of the guys that I know that are on the roster. But we have um and I hadn't even told Jeremy this, but we were gonna start a uh a futures division down there. Um
0: yeah, from, uh, we have
4: like, some of the high school players and high school teams. Um, we're finishing up this weekend uh, in Ramsor, and then we're going to start working on the summer. Uh, we've had a lot of really good feedback about doing these because kind of get a little bit of exposure to colleges play and playing showcase ball, and it gives us extra So we're kind of wanting to expand upon that a little bit.
0: Yeah, that seems pretty cool. I've, I've enjoyed watching what you guys were doing.
1: Um, so I mean, we're less than 60 days away though from from the the season starting. Um when can we um expect like you know roster announcement, uh schedule, ticket sales, that sort of thing?
4: So we in terms of the schedule, the schedule's actually done. Um, um ticket sales, we kind of keep it real old school just because it's the easiest. Um because we are in a lot of older communities. Um, so we just do straight up tickets at the gate um and that's pretty much it uh in terms of roster we don't let announce the roster um like it won't show up on the website until right before the season because there's a lot of different movement moving pieces um throughout the, the next month or two um guys will move you know maybe move between teams or their college coach got them an opportunity to play in the Cape you know, in the Cape or something. So, obviously, they're going to take that. Right, um, right. Uh, we don't want to announce them until the last second, just because it's kind of a pain in the tail to, to go back in and change them and stuff after I've already uploaded them. Um, but, Jeremy, a lot of the teams on the Twitter pages, when they've got guys that are kind of concrete, um, they'll announce them on Twitter. So, uh, okay. we might be doing that. Yep.
1: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so my big question, I quit playing baseball in fifth grade because not because I didn't like it because I was so bad at it, but, um, I love baseball, but, um, where can I get a hat?
4: We're going to get a, there'll be hats at the games. Um, right now our uniform provider is trying, they're based out of Louisiana or Alabama or somewhere. And, um, a store on our website, they handle all merchandising. Um, they kind of did that Especially for us because we're one of their biggest clients, um, right. but it kind of allowed us to focus on some other other things throughout the last year and a half or so. So moving forward after this season, we'll probably have our own store and ship stuff directly.
1: Beginning at the start of the season, <clears throat> physical hats in person when you show up to a game.
4: So yeah, we're going to put them okay. at the concession, all merchandise stuff at the concession sale. Yeah. Well,
0: I have a feeling they'll be quite popular. Our our rant hats were very popular. We did <laughs> one run of them and Sanford loves Sanford stuff. So oh,
1: that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> I, yeah, I can think of like 12 people I know of at least who are going to be like, we're probably going to be Sanford spinner super fans. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: so. Well guys, um, I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but is there anything else that people need to know or, um, Even if you just want to repeat, you know, your website information, how people can can learn more, that sort of thing.
4: I think the biggest thing, honestly, and the towns kind of helping a little little bit. C thirty five based organizations help a little bit. The biggest thing we need help a few host families, just because we're going to have to bring in some out of state or out of area arm pitchers. Right. So host families make that easiest, obviously. Um, So I mean, that's the big thing. Uh, there's also a registration form on the website for host families. Um, okay. So, uh, you know, land and host families and then advertisements, things like that, um, you know, those, obviously those two things really help us out a lot. They allow us to do a little bit more in terms of getting players in that we might not typically be able to get in because we don't have housing or whatever or, uh, you know, bleacher things in the future, just little stuff like that. Um, you know, every little thing kind of goes a long ways.
1: Yeah, If anyone in the community would like to get more involved with the team themselves or through their business, they can um, contact us via email. Our marketing email is on our website if they want to learn more about sponsorships or advertisements. And the best way to keep up with the Spinner's team is the ONSL Spinner's Twitter. And the best way to keep up with the baseball league is the ONSL Baseball Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Hold on. Say that again.
2: I have a baseball failure story for you. Go for it. I played high school baseball, and I played like a, for a small high school, two A level, and I started for three years. But I was what you call a light hitting third baseman. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I had a really good arm, but I probably batted a career two twenty in high school, and uh, you know had the occasional um, had the occasional. Uh, dinger that was really the result of a graphite bat and no strength on my part. But when I um, when I graduated high school, I actually grew two or three more inches and I played a lot of softball in college. And so when I moved to Lafayette after I met Jennifer, Lafayette, Louisiana, they had just started a semi-pro baseball team called the Lafayette Bayou Bullfrogs. And they've is um, Yeah, Lafayette is a, is a really big <laughs> really big baseball town. Um, all Louisiana is, is big into baseball. Um, the college teams are always great. But anyway, I, I just, the stadium was five minutes from me and just on a whim, they had open tryouts. No. And I went and I tried out for a semi-pro baseball team. Um, they stuck me in the outfield first and, you know, they were hitting me some pop flies. And so a softball pop fly is way different than a semi-pro baseball pop fly because it like, they hit it as high as the stars. (laughs) 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 Well, I did all right. You know, I I probably caught, you know, nine out of 10, which is failure in baseball. I understand. Um, and you know, I had a decent arm, but my failure was going to bat and, uh, and they you know, they had the guy out there who was pretty much their BP guy, and it was 85, 90, just on a line, movement, all that shit. And I was, I was, I'd never experienced anything like that in my life. And uh the one thing like I, I got like 10 pitches. I swung at eight of them and I missed. I took a pitch and I did a slow roller to second base on that one. <laughs> And I set my bat down and I walked off the field and I have never been on a baseball field since.
1: (laughs) You didn't even bother checking in with them to see it.
2: I left. (laughs) So how how
1: was that? Was that, that was pretty good, right?
2: (laughs) I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was, you know, I, I knew going in, I had zero to zero chance. Um, but I could say I did it and I knew that 25 years later I would be sharing it on a podcast, but, um, it's no joke. And uh, I know John, I know your, your kid, um, you know, I see everything you post about what he does and, and I've seen the highlights of, uh, and he's just a monster just, just based <laughs> on what you're posting online. And uh, well, I, I was, I was nowhere. I, I couldn't, I couldn't carry his bat bag for him. I, I was that I was not good, but I did try out and I can say I tried out and I had a good time doing it. So um I imagine uh, the I imagine the talent that's coming to the Sanford team is probably um, on par with what I tried out for, and if that's
0: the case, this won't be bad baseball. This will be good baseball. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, you know, like Thomas Harrington is a freshman pitcher at Campbell, and he's doing really great this year. I don't know if he would play on that team, but he's that's a, that's the caliber of player that you'll get at this in this league. I I, yeah. I feel sure. But he's, he's really doing well. You should check him out. And then, um, I mean, it's amazing. Like, even Cameron, like, is 15. It's just am- amazing how much work he puts into it and how much all these kids put into this baseball. And, you know, I used to, I used to cover sports at the paper, and I always, you know, kind of laugh when, <laughs> um, you know, little league parents would come in and say, oh, they put up so much effort, and they just deserve to be in the paper. And you know, you kind of laugh at that. Um, I mean, I guess on some level it is true. Uh, But when they get to like 15, high school, and then into college, it just takes on a whole new level, and it's it's just all all consuming for for these kids. So, well, I mean, Cameron's at the level level where
2: Cameron's is he at a level where this is a serious, maybe college ride for him. Is
0: hes he, he i mean he's hoping to get you know some copy. he's getting letters from <laughs> well he's gotten some letters from from schools uh he got a letter from Virginia Tech the other day that was really cool but wow. um well so yeah i mean, I mean it's if that's the case years.
2: then he's gotta treat it serious i mean, yeah, you know this is uh, you never know you just never know right so yeah there's
0: a thing I can't remember what movie it is.
1: Ghostbusters? Mm. No, 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 no it's, it's a uh, little shop of horrors
0: it's a baseball movie um <laughs> oh um and there's a part in it where it says like uh take a gun. you never know when the end comes for you that you could be 10 year old or 18 or 40 but at sometimes you you take your last step back yeah <laughs> and, th- and that's always kind of sad if you think about it um like right, the kids yeah, yeah. at southern lee who didn't get to play this year and they were going to have a great team, some of them will never play again, you know, organized ball. So it's cool that, that something like this exists now and those guys can, you know, have another chance on the field. I'm yeah. excited about it. I'm excited about the spinners.
2: I shared I shared my last at bat, but uh, in, in all fairness, I really didn't even deserve to be on the field for that. So it was, uh, yeah, it was, it, it was fun.
0: <laughs> I remember I was telling Cameron about when I my old playing days and I played in high school for like JV I was I that I was no really good. But I just remember I couldn't hit it past third. Like I hit it straight to third base every time I hit it. And it, I mean he told me why. Oh, pull hitter. Like, oh, okay. It <laughs> you,
2: it's because you stepped out of the box. He's like, oh swung? well, you're
0: doing your hands like this, and then I was like, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Go to your room. <laughs> <laughs> uh much do you make? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I paid your rent. I paid your <laughs> paid for your house this year.